show what's up fellas what's good what, what is your favorite what is your favorite bird call did he did you hear what he just did Man, they are all I, no but do you have a do you have a favorite bird call you know I, that's a that's a really good question i really don't uh most of my most of my life uh i just answered a bird man so so let me bird. the fact that you guys started calling me that is definitely like that, that is some perfection right there right. i never took it so deep as to uh it was it's have never a been your identity to, to, to be the bird man right, let, let's put it this way i've never worn feathers on halloween <laughs> So let me confess that one of the ways you know somebody is from Salt Lake is that they've been to the Tracy Aviary, right? If you don't know what sure. that is, you Yo. ain't from Salt Lake. That's right. I lived if you ain't walked by that, a block least. from the Tracy Aviary, so I got to hear all types of bird calls. <laughs> so you got like, that's all <laughs> I need. Yeah, the whole package. You got the you inventory. Got the I love it. <laughs> we can all agree, though, right? Like the oh great the people. rooster crowing in the morning. <laughs> that's like the do another one, please. <laughs> I only have I have peacock down. Peacock is really good for me. That is so good. That's my best. He's, 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 he's trilingual. <laughs> Out here talking to Zazu every morning a block from his house. Let's go. So thank you, everybody, for listening to the episodes that we've put out. Thank you for listening to this episode. We have a roller coaster of an episode, but we have to have mm. these conversations because these conversations are important. And when we have co- uh, important conversations... We like to talk about what's going on in our backyard because we want to use this podcast for a lot of people who may not know what is happening in Salt Lake. We want to be a window into our community. Right. And in our community, we had a travesty. We had injustice. A threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. The system failed us. Again. So, Shadow... Go ahead and if for anybody who doesn't know, go ahead and tell them a little bit about what happened and where we are now. Put us there, Shadow. Yeah, so for those of you that have not been informed or have not uh, been following the case, or for those of you that have been following the marches, the, some of the signs were George Floyd, but some of the signs also said justice for Bernardo. And, and he was a young minority who was gunned down by the police and when the video came out, it was horrific because those 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 cops, I believe it was three of the cops, all put over 20 rounds in them, it looked like. 34 shots it was, total. It was, it was, 34 it was, yeah, 30, 34 shots total in his back while he was running away. Yeah, he had back. a weapon. 
mind you. They're all going to say what he is a criminal. It's, it's tragic. It doesn't matter how old he is. They, right. it's a crimin- he's a criminal to them. Everyone criminals deserves, deserve execution to some people, and it's crazy. Everyone that that's deserves their day in court. You know, that's a, that's you know, a firm believer of what I'm in. No, no it doesn't matter what you did. It's like, a part of the Constitution. <laughs> and, and, you know, if that court by happens to just say, hey, death sentence, then... You know that that is the then we'll, no. Then we'll deal with that. Then we'll deal yeah, with that. Then we'll deal we'll with deal that. with that in the Constitution. That's fine. But don't don't let it just happen right there in the streets. You can't play judge, jury, and executioner right vigilante there the justice. Time. Right, right. So unacceptable. So Bernardo, Bernardo's family and the movement that 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 uh, was surrounded by the tragedy of the death and the injustice that people felt that it was unnecessary and that they should not have gunned him down and murdered him in cold blood for just brandishing a weapon. Brandishing a weapon isn't illegal. Last time I checked in the United States, we have an open carry state. Doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. Like until the, until you get to the facts, you can't just see somebody with a weapon and be like, Oh, this guy's obviously a bad guy. We got to shoot him. That's in a perfect world. Great. Yes. Right. But no, we live in, we live in fucking, we live in Laffy Town, bro. We right now, in, it seems like America we live in a different is, dimension. So this I remember entertainment we, shit has gotten to our heads and that's now how we play out in real life shit like that. But so where we are now is. Perfect. We just had those riots. George Floyd. They went on for weeks just got done with that over this specific case locally and the george floyd case uh nationally because they were going on around the same exact time the george floyd officers got charged boom we're not sure if justice has been done yet but justice is on its way in that case it's in process the wheels are in motion here Hometown where we are on the ground, where we were marching in these exactly. streets, where we were all marching for what we were marching for. They all just got off. They found it a justified. They found shooting. it justified shooting. That's justified force. And I'm just for putting say this. 34 shots into Bernardo. Sam Gill, Aaron Mendenhall, resign. You know, we we don't need you speaking for us in Salt Lake City. We don't need you speaking for us in Utah. And and we don't need to see that type of stuff, that type of behavior <clears throat> get turned a blind eye to, you know, get justified when we saw it. They showed. I mean, did He's you guys see it live? Away. We saw the video. I, we all saw it. I saw the video. Over and over and over again. Right. Like on Facebook, which, you know, must be absolutely heartbreaking to the family. Right. Who has to witness that over and over again, only to find absolutely. out that Never goes they away. deem it justified. Yep. What was the, uh, I didn't, did you guys read what the justification was for shooting a man who was running away in the back just, just because he was running away from the police? Is that, is that the no, he rationale? Was, he, he was armed. Because he was armed. Had because they, he was armed, they felt that they had to use overwhelming deadly force in order force. to, I, I, I don't know if it's. I don't know. The, I don't. I don't know what the goal is of the you know of, of these people. To be honest, of this group, the police. I don't. I don't understand the goals. I don't understand the tactics because, for me, I feel like, and I'm gonna go to to Sensei on this one because he, um, he, we we've touched base on this before. For me, I feel like there's always been injustice within the 
you know, police and the, and the government because they had to create that entity in order to do things that normal citizens couldn't do to each other. Right. Normal citizens can't just arrest each other. It'll be chaos. Right. It'll be, you know, corruption. So they, we make this group. Now you guys have the power. Now you guys arrest people if we fuck up. Okay. So that's how it goes. Obviously, humans get get the way they get, but we get into we get into the nineteen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, well, nineteen. I mean, uh, mid nineteen hundreds when the police force started happening. Mid nineteenth century. Yeah, mid, yeah, 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 yeah. As a mid nineteenth century, and there's injustice. The president wages war on drugs. Nixon about 1970 right because all of the drugs are running rampant within the lower income minority communities and of course there are uh, plenty of storylines around that that the, drugs the, the economy yeah yes, the economy yes. correlates to why that's happening but we're not talking about the comedy we're just talking about the reality of that's what it was that's where the drugs were when he decided that that was public enemy number one right of and the I, of the of the nation guess is the war on drugs was. so then the these people that you paid to or the entity that you created to protect everybody now has to Become soldiers. Become soldiers become to, to do the duty of what the president has just made the national duty. You have brand, and this is where you get into like wars are a marketing thing. The Revolutionary War was won because of marketing. Like it, that's what it becomes. So when you brand something a war on drugs, right. you have commissioned Absolutely. these people to now use their power in this negative uh, capacity. And then we haven't heard anything since. <laughs> That was the last narrative that was written for the entire department. Absolutely. I remember having a conversation with an officer, and we actually talked about this on season one because yeah. police reform is something we've been talking about for a long time. Since it started. And when I asked him, I was like, what do you do on your free time? And he was like, I chase bad guys. Now, as an American, the police should never see you as a bad guy. That's not in your job description unless I am actively committing a crime. Correct. You see me... As somebody who is a, like, you're supposed to protect me. Your, your job is to make sure that I am comfortable. Yet when you say I'm chasing bad guys, it makes me wonder, who do you see as bad guys? Who do you determine as bad guys? What's a bad it's guy not look in like? your job description. You're right. It's not, yeah. What's a bad guy At, look like? In the know? academy, you don't, <laughs> there's only one way to determine if it's a criminal, well, it's, which the, is to have to be committing a crime. To see the crime or know the crime <laughs> and having evidence to make sure that that crime is real. <laughs> yeah. Without that, a jury of my peers is supposed to be the one to determine whether I'm guilty or not. So we look at a lot of these situations and we ask ourselves, like, there's, there's warring sides. There's some people who understand what's going on and that someone's civil liberties are being infringed upon, even if they were doing something they're not supposed to. But so many people are quick to be like, well, you're committing a crime, so it is what it is. You're, you're creating a scary precedent. That's scary. And why do cops have, like you, in the video, they're talking about using other options. Police have other options. Right, right. You know, and, and at, at the time of when... So what I've learned in my concealed class, obviously, and I think I talked about this last time, is it's not shoot to kill. It's shoot to stop. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it only takes I mean, you could probably only get shot once and probably stop. I will let you know that 
getting shot a half a time is enough to stop me. <laughs> yeah, getting shot a half a time. <laughs> shoot in my let vicinity, miss- I will just... Hey, let, let the gun misfire, I'll still be terrified. Yo, yo. <laughs> let so- something sound like a gun going off, and I'm at least... <laughs> exactly. Ears up, neck, head on a swivel type shit. And so this is what just what I've learned. And, and you know, the next thing is, like, if somebody is running towards a perceived threat, you know, running running away should not running away with a gun should not mean like death, right? Like, right, exactly. Running away from a crime should not be a death sentence. There have been many people who ran away unarmed, no gun, and been killed. And so the 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 way I see it is just like at the time of when this incident happened, like. Where was Bernardo going? Like, it's not like even if he did have a weapon, which we've seen that he did have a weapon. Like, it's not like he was just running after a crowd of people to go fucking. He wasn't charging the cops with a gun. It's not like he was going into a church to shoot a bunch of people with an assault rifle. And then getting fast food after or anything like that. And that's the argument that we can bring up is you can't justify that shooting. But then say Dylan Roof being an active murderer. Yep. On the scene of the crime, <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, we're not scared. We'll get him Burger King." Not intimidated by this guy, and that's where it's like, it, it's almost it's creating a world for me. And we've been talking about the new normal, and we're diving into this this weird, weird element that we call 2020, and we're about to see that so much of what we thought was normal is not normal. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to a song and we're about to come back and we're going to talk about why you can't say no to any conspiracy you ever hear (laughs) because 2020 is a comic book with no superheroes. In the cup, but I be chilling. Oh, I've been kicking shit with the villains. Do not ask no questions what we sipping. Do not ask no questions how they living. I be in the cup, but I be chilling. I've been kicking shit with the villains. Do not ask no questions what they sipping. Do not ask no questions how we living. In the trap, but I be chillin' with Doctor Doom and Doctor Evil. I be with the villains. My nigga Shadow, he like freezer. Leave your ass like Krillin'. Jameson and Red Bull, don't ask me how I'm feelin'. Burn up out of forest, Smokey Bear, he don't like me. Left the nigga out the plans, and now he wanna fight me. He found out real quickly there ain't too many like me. If you cross the villain, then the outcome can be frightening. Send me your location, bring the drama like it's DoorDash. Flip cash, circulate the money, make it do laps. No injury. I must be the guy, cause all you bitches show me envy. I be in the cup, but I be chillin'. I've been kicking shit with the villains. Do not ask no questions what we sippin'. Do not ask no questions how we livin'. I be in the cup, but I be chillin'. I've been kicking shit with the villains. Do not ask no questions how we livin'. Do not ask no questions what we sippin'. Welcome back to the Sensei Said So Show. That was Villains mm. by your Sensei, your very own Sensei. Make sure y'all check out yeah. all the music at musicclan.com, M-U-Z-I-C, musicclan.com. Music you can catch all the podcasts, all the content, everything there from there. Boom. It's a one-stop shop for everything you need, so support. Talk right right now, I feel like it's like the best time to just start supporting your local community artist because 
time and time again, artists have pulled people out of renaissances and fucking told the stories right. of what really happened, whether it was through medium of painting, book, song. Go support your artist, people. And really, when you look back well at said. history and you look at like who we remember, it's the artists and the inventors. Exactly. There's a lot of people who did a lot of smart shit that we do not remember. The person who did algebra, I don't know. <laughs> but William Shakespeare has been where far out thou for every book, and every grade I've been in. He's still hot. She, he's right there. Why? Where far art thou? Yeah. All right. So there has been something that has been going around that has kind of changed the the frequency in which I feel America's vibrating. Oh, I feel like we were just kind of going along, going along, and then we got hit with a, with a wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't tell me they found the YouTube videos. <sighs> don't tell me they found them. <laughs> Every conspiracy theorist is standing on the table like, I <sighs> told you guys something wasn't right. So if you have lived under a rock, we're going to, we're going to put on the veil of everything we say right now is completely speculation. <laughs> We're just going to talk about what we've seen, what we've heard. A veil of allegedly has now been placed upon the group. Ivy, what have you seen on the internet about what's been going on? Oh, man. Where do I even start? Uh, you know, something was up around, like, Easter. Something was up around Easter, and a lot of people started posting on Facebook about these, like, these YouTube videos, and there was like a long acronym for it that I, 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 I can't remember. A WWG something something, and Trump was gonna amass this huge thing to stop the COVID, and basically like a second coming on Easter, right? Like right. this this giant conspiracy about I'm gonna resurrect the economy. Yeah, essentially that's what was gonna happen, and I guess it just got postponed, like the Mayan calendar did. You know, like. It just didn't happen the way they wanted it to. And so I have, I've yet to kind of dive into that rabbit hole. But, I mean, from that one to these $12,000 cabinets on Wayfair? <laughs> Let's get into what? it. What? A lot of I, yeah, us got that... kids. A lot of us got – and America what? is seeing a turn, Terry. Birdman, have you seen these cabinets? What do you think's going on, like – well, uh, for folks who aren't familiar with the Wayfair storyline within uh, a growing conversation and now with uh, the capture of this woman, Gilan Maxwell, who was a, um, I don't even a know bitch. What the, yeah, a partner of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. and uh, I think she, she was his handler. Yeah, absolutely. She was his yeah. handler? Yeah. She was the producer, uh, which is a, a chilling thing to, to say and to think, but uh, there's certainly a huge amount of information out there. And, you know, I come to this conversation having uh, really changed my tune a great deal in terms of, um, you know, when you say uh, conspiracy theorist. I think that, and and I'm including myself in saying that there's um, maybe an assumption that if, if if someone is theorizing about conspiracies, and in this case about uh, networks of people who are uh, engaging in pedophilic acts. Ellen DeGeneres? 
That's the thing. It's you it, said that like amigo. And a degenerous ad lib. Yeah, you talking about the royal family. You're talking about Prince Andrew, buddies with ex presidents. So current now, presidents. It's, it's, so let me so throw some questions out there because here's where my mind is going with this. Are we dealing with rampant pedophilia and the predata- uh, predation of kids for certain life force? Like you look at elites throughout the history of time. When you have money and power, the only thing that you fear is death. So the quest for the Holy Grail, I mean the quest for the fountain of youth. How do we yeah. live forever? Are we dealing with neo-vampires looking for eternal life or are we dealing with a situation where a lot of the powerful people in the in the world are being manipulated and they're using this as a form of blackmail you show up to a party you get turned up some girls come you start doing whatever and then they take pictures and they say hey bill we got you so do what we Who, say. You, who's who's doing the the, the the manipulating the the girls are doing that on themselves or no, somebody sending the girls? Nah. Somebody said. I think like whoever Ghislaine Maxwell and you got to look at the dude the Wexner the dude that's the owner of Victoria's Secret right. that was the bankroll for these whole operations like. When we talk about these rich people, they want the power, and power comes with politicians who only care about their image and their exposure, so they're puppets. But you got to have the right strings to play the puppet. So what if you're leaning into the vices of some of these people? Bill Clinton's got vices, and you know that. So if you can just get him on an island where he can let his guard down, you could catch him doing some shit that now you control him forever. He's a puppet. Boom. So are we dealing with rampant yep. pedophiles or are we dealing with somebody in the shadows who's using these kids and these vices of these people as a tool? We're dealing with a mixture of both. I That's think. the scariest yeah, thing I think you've so. ever said. I think that the, uh, the power of the capture of this woman who, like you say, was a handler for, uh, for Jeffrey Epstein, who not only was a, a billionaire or a hundred millionaire, uh, very influential person. Father was in the Mossad. Sisters could, uh, did. Uh, they created software for government agencies. Like, yeah, these she's are just, plugged. Yeah, these are. Yeah, all, these people are plugged. And then we go to, I'll call it photographic evidence of pictures of both uh, of these, uh, the deceased and the uh, now captured uh, captured uh, defendant. Handler. Running away from assassinations, I heard, too, by the way. Well, I mean, certainly as we delve into the use of the word conspiracy and the fact that uh, Jeffrey Epstein's life ended while incarcerated, now I'm a conspiracy theorist, too, because right. I say, I don't know. This isn't something that I've spent a lot of time you know, on Reddit, on subreddits and things like that, but... First of all, look at the photographic evidence of who this guy hung out with. Trump, Clinton, it's, it's an umbrella above uh, partisan politics and saying, well, you know, uh, Republicans think Democrats are bad guys and the Democrats think Republicans right, are bad guys. I it's deeper than that. I want to touch down on that because, Vince, you mentioned a very good point about how showing up to a party might turn into getting drunk 
and unknowingly getting caught in a wrong situation and therefore you have some sort of blackmail against you. And a lot of the times I find that the conservatives see the picture of Trump and Epstein together and we're like, you know, like they just got caught at a party with a picture, you know, like this, this and this and this happened. But when they look at another side that maybe not necessarily aligns with their views it's we'll see he's hanging out with a child molester and it's like what do we as the people believe you know like well and i add in the side factoid that bill clinton got busted red-handed that they sick I'm, I'm on the i'm on the side that i'm on the side of the vampires man uh. i'm on the side where I believe that they all it, it's, it. it's not like they, you know, it's not like they're trying to drink their blood or do, or do no, no. That's exactly you know, what they're doing. None of the voodoo now. None of the voodoo. No, but shadow. That's what? exactly what they're doing. Have you seen the endocrine stuff? Well, I understand. Yeah. I understand that. Have you seen right, the right, right. Have you Let's seen go that, that shoes? And, 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 and it's that's a slippery slope. That if technology. What do you mean technology? Kobe and all them go to Germany every year to get some sort of weird blood thing in in their knees. Yeah, and when that comes mainstream, that'll be an issue. I see that. Supposedly, there's a group that wears these red shoes. The red shoe club. That are made out of infants. Skin of infants. A bunch of old Rockefeller looking might be the Rockefeller. Human infants? No. Maybe, yeah. Human infants. But here's the si- here's the science behind it because when you are able to activate the adrenal glands in the blood, you get more white blood cells. It becomes more oxygenated. So if you're able to do that to something like a child, extract that blood and put it into you, that level of doping gives your blood that extra oxygenated blood to recover from right, injuries. right, right. And th- and that's my point is that they have to keep youthful people around in their pocket. So they can be rejuvenated, so they can stay, you know, stay relevant. Keep, keep, not only, not only keep their blood young, but keep their business young. You know, keep their sex drive young. You know, they they're, they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of things because they have money and influence that they that they're not that a natural person that wouldn't have that much influence would have to go over and beyond to get into well, to and even a natural attempt. person is usually striving for money or power but when you've already checked Had off that. money and yeah. power yeah what's left Live under forever. the veil of speculation under the veil we do are you, under the veil do you yeah, feel like, like this so do you think this is where the 1500 children went to the missing 1500 the first ones or the second batch of both why kids? not like both where do 1500 kids go Exactly. It's chilling. Bro, you exactly. never know, brother. They, 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 there's probably some in this neighborhood. There's probably one of these houses in this neighborhood probably do like that, you know? The, that trafficking shit is everywhere. Everywhere. Man. Everywhere around the world. And there's so much money in it because you see the Wayfair people are charging 15000 a cabinet and naming the cabinet exactly. Samaya and naming the cabinet Aaliyah and naming like we're well, not stupid. <laughs> and under the veil of speculation, you know under the veil. an employee came out and they said that when they were working in the call center, there were certain people considered platinum club. And if it was a platinum account, Ooh. they had to get transferred to a different department at Wayfair. Platinum so, club, please holding. So one of the things I always wow. think of, and that's helped me through these 
skeptical and conspiracy conspiracy filled times is the fifth agreement be skeptical but listen and we have to do that in 2020 because you can't rule anything out so at the sensei said so show we're going to bring the veil of conspiracy with us as we go through the rest of the year and we're going to talk about these things as things unveil let's call it the shield (laughs) (laughs) the shield of speculation the green shield of speculation (laughs) we wearing it protects us from lawsuits and pedophiles right Welcome back to the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei Terry Burden. Check out terryburden.com and give it up right now for Zach Ivy. Yeah. Off of Noti Tapes 2. Shouts out, Easy Noti. Kakarot. Kakarot. That's hot. Yeah. Man. We are delving. Tonight into uh, some heavy subjects, and uh, before the break, we were talking about uh, how all of us are taking more seriously uh, discussion of conspiracies, and uh, for my own self, I'll raise my hand and say that uh, I do believe that I may have become a conspiracy theorist, and the reason (laughs) is because there is so much uh, evidence, proof, uh, certainly... um, Facts for speculation in the news headlines at the highest levels, uh, world awareness. And, of course, I'm referring to uh, the recent arrest of Gilan Maxwell, uh, who was um, a longtime associate of Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, she is now under arrest. And, of course, I've seen some headlines saying that uh, she's going to name names. 
So uh, uh, if Y'all she get ready for that book, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If she if <laughs> she remains uh, next week. alive and makes it to uh, a deposition or uh, an interview that is publicly shared, of course, none of that matters as much as what happens in open court. We've been discussing tonight the fact that we have uh, a justice system. I've always felt as though the word justice is uh, a little bit perverse in terms of the things that happen in courtrooms to uh, defendants in criminal situations, some people uh, receiving favorable treatment, and the vast, vast majority of folks uh, receiving unfair treatment that is bereft of justice. And uh, I do believe that this is a conversation that's going to go on over multiple episodes as this particular story continues to unfold. Uh, For folks who are listening, who are new to the Sensei Said So Show podcast, uh, I would encourage all of you to check out the back catalog. Uh, The man to my right, Zach Ivey, and I are new participants. New on the Uh, Mew. New on the Mew. Character. Welcome back uh, to the Mew. We're getting sensitive. Me too. <laughs> so honest, honest to God, question, Vio. I know you were saying this. Let's but, talk about it. But uh, you were, you were saying, you, you were questioning the survival rate of Ghislaine going into this. <laughs> so we are still under the veil talk of conspiracy, about and I we also are. have no. Are you according to? Is, is, is this is this by street code or is this by I have to politician preface. code? That's a good point. I also have they any no experience with tampering or murdering witnesses. So let's talk about <laughs> it. Exactly. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. it. When you decide that you are going to kill a material witness, there's essentially two two courses of action. Either you pin it all on them and they tried that with Jeffrey, right? right? They killed him. They did a documentary. He killed the himself goal with that was whatever. to whatever. Hey, there's a monster in the midst of our society and it's that guy, but he's dead. Stop sniffing around. Right. But that didn't happen. People kept searching, people kept sniffing. It's still so stank. now what happens is you have her arrested. Yeah. And the and the pathway you don't want to take when you're killing a witness is if somebody dies, you don't want people to go who would want to take them out? Mm. Because mm. that's going to put more fire on you. So now you have a situation where she gets arrested, and now everyone's like, oh, shit. If the cameras stop working and she chokes herself with her own hands with a way that no one has ever seen somebody do to themselves <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> if that happens again, While we, in go, custody. we go crazy. You we know don't what? go, oh, yeah, the bad people are gone. We go, who the who fuck is, is touching these people? Yeah. <laughs> Or, or they just both felt really bad, finally felt really bad once Two they villains. got arrested. <laughs> That's right, Los Dos. And, and so they both just decided. rectified the situation right by deciding to commit harikiri but that shit's for wisconsin that shit right. don't fly here harikiri. right that's i don't think it flies of... anywhere now i think that's don't you need a samurai sword to do that shit terry and just and... i have dishonored my name i've dishonored my family right. <laughs> and many that's of the right. royal package for Gilan maxwell <laughs> so honestly what i think i think this was the chip that was not supposed to fall this was the ch- this was the chess game and this was them losing their queen they're like oh Fuck, they got Delane. Checkmate, motherfucker. Why the hell was she in fucking Vermont anyways? Why were you in New Hampshire? I did ask ask myself that question. 
No doubt. What was she doing here? And, and that's where, you know, now I become the theorist whose mind is spinning out into, you know, somewhere in here there has to be a storyline of, of good guys as well as bad guys. We know that Jeffrey Epstein was a really bad guy. There's enough, even though he died and wasn't tried for the he crimes in which he was committed, he was murdered. accused of committing, uh, we got a, a second bite of the apple, as they say, with, with this woman who's now in custody. And whatever the, the uh, lack of care was in terms of guarding not just a material witness but a defendant... Mm-hmm. who was accused of the most heinous crimes. Because, again, under the, the veil of conspiracy, you know, the adrenochrome and all that kind of thing, I mean, that's crazy, but we don't, I don't have to go that far. I can just start right. with the fact that there are stories that have circulated. It, it's not like when Jeffrey Epstein got arrested was the first time that anybody ever heard anything bad about right. that guy. Right. It's like fact. There was an island. Sexual abuse. Victimization of children. These are the most offensive spiritually and factually. Just think about how we felt about yeah. R. Kelly. And R. Kelly just had a building in the middle of Chicago. Like these people went as so far as to find an island that they were flying people in and out. Yep. No, to be honest, I don't give a fuck intent. if she's 16 and looks 18. I don't care if it's she's It's not six. about those kind of excuses. Don't. Off limits. The, off off the fucking issue, limits. The issue is that in all of these theory and, theories and all of these stories that are coming out and all and, and and they're all coming out and they're coming out from everywhere from yep. from movie stars to politicians to Russia. to religious bishops to you know what I'm saying to well, I was raised relig- catholic so you don't got to you don't got to uh, <laughs> uh conjecture about what, sorry, what has been going on for hundreds of years it's everywhere yeah. it, 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 in the it, catholic church it, it, it's everywhere but there's too many people that we see that when they're involved or when they talk about it or when they get caught in it, they're entangled in it. There you go. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> the yeah, there's it's an no entanglement escape. to them. Yeah. Jada said it best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But there's not Jada. enough they're people. Not, they're not healing. There's not enough people that can speak on these stories that are outside of the entanglement. And that's the issue. That's why we can. That's why we're conspiring so much is because Absolutely. everybody is entangled in this that pops out or that's even speaking on it. All of y'all are involved in it. All of you guys are in this situation. Where is the people that saw y'all but said, nah, I'm straight. I ain't going to do that, but y'all have fun. Yeah, I'm not, co- not going to make John it tonight. There's called a cemetery, and that's where you could find a lot of them. Damn. And that's, and that's the cold truth. And But one thing that's really important, because I want to make sure, and this is something that I want to make sure everybody at home does, is you got to make sure you check your your personal peace through all the bullshit. Because if you get into conspiracy yes. theories, but you don't have your personal peace in check, like in your mental health in check, like you can go down a path where you can't come back. Facts, man. We need to start really addressing the mental health uh, issue. You just know, just more uh, on a regular amongst friends, amongst people, amongst yourselves. Mostly, is my mental health okay? Absolutely, it, you know, especially and we need we can't undervalue. And I'm going to go to Terry in a second because you're the one that when we were 
um, before the episode, we were kind of talking about it. But I don't think I think we undervalue how much we consume on the Internet and how Truly. much that affects our mental health. And the big thing is, is we are the test subjects for this. There's nobody that we could look to before us and be like, oh, yeah, your guys's Internet made y'all do this. <laughs> so we'll try to avoid those pitfalls. We are discovering this as we go along. And like you're, we've just kind of got normalized to watching people get killed in, on our phones. Yeah, we we see you can just go down a rabbit hole of pedophilia and all the leaders and everything that you once believed was the the system that you're proud to be American. <laughs> and then you found out that Americans have a sex island, like it's it's something that you have to unpack and talk about because if you just sweep that under the rug like what it's kind of monsters you. are under your bed absolutely these times that we live in it's it's been um increasingly uh, a feeling of um relief to me to to get together with my co-hosts knowing that we're going to uh, have conversations that on one hand are, are hard to have, but uh, we're fortunate in that everybody looks forward to uh, to addressing these subjects. But uh, our, our Sensei VO uh, makes a very good point in that uh, the things that are in the news now are deeply affecting. And of course, that's not new. Uh, I remember, I'm old enough that I remember being a little kid and seeing images on the nightly news with Walter Cronkite from Vietnam and the stories that were coming out, the My Lai massacre. And, you know, so, so that side of it is not new as Americans and, and as uh, world citizens, we've been dealing with that for a long time. And now here we are in 2020 and uh, COVID is uh, this boogeyman that everybody's debating whether or not it's real or, um, you know, whether or not we need a mask and, and all opinions are valid. That's what opinions are. But the thing that is assured about COVID is that it's frightening and you it don't got, it need has people's mental messed yes, up. It has yes. people mentally messed up. Yes. And, and as we talked about a little bit last week, it has had, uh, a, a nearly fatal effect on uh, the world economy, but certainly the United States economy with, um, you know, tens of millions of people filing for unemployment. And, you know, I've got a lot of uh, my co-hosts included and a lot of other friends who make their living in music right here in Salt Lake City who are facing the reality that, you know, for folks that I know who tour all the time and guys like George Charles Nelson and, and uh, a host of other folks who will just put a little bit of equipment in the back of their car and head out on the road by themselves and be out for three weeks or three months. And it's taking a toll on them. Yeah, it, it's over. I mean, for the for the short term, and who knows in the long term, when uh, uh, my friend Taryn Lilly, who's a uh, promoter, and posted on Facebook yesterday and said, you know, at thirty five years smoke old, signals. smoke signals. At thirty five, I'm 
not just contemplating, but I'm preparing for a career change because I, I can't I can't promote parties that aren't going to happen, and they're what not going to happen. And, and certainly in a time frame that he can sit back and wait till 2021 or 2022 when things get back to normal. And, and you know, that thing of how is my mental health affected by uh, seeing uh, disgusting stories and stories of violence right here in our own hometown. And also the fact that so many of my friends are the career of their choice is over and that affects me that affects my mental health so all of the things that are happening and you know i saw a a bit somewhere on on uh, google news or something like that that there's an early uh, vaccine that has had promising results in the pre-test so you know they take you know, a couple dozen people or something and go, hey, you want some? Sure, give it to me. Hey, this is great. And and so 25 people constitutes a, a sample uh, test result for a, a fucking vaccine. Well, maybe it works. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. And yeah. can you trust the results? If yeah. It's, if there's profit to be gained for it working, can you trust? 100% of the saying, time. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everything, everything did not work. Like, no, we got to get this out. It's yeah. good. Are they alive? How many legs do they have? For Wait, okay, they good? Whatever. They can breathe, right? right. They can breathe. They're but right. I think one of the things that makes COVID so crripling is everybody thinks they know. Everybody's but the reality is, is, is nobody knows. That is so. An the apt more observation. you stand on this this uh, this hill, saying, "Oh, I know that it's not real. I know that it's going to murder everybody." But like, but. In that in that in that same breath is them having that conspiracy, a a, a, a negative aspect of mental health. Um, that's interesting. You see what I'm saying? I, because I think so. It because yeah. that's the thing about yeah. Americans that we really don't get down to the root of is that we don't know how to identify a mental health problem yeah. in ourselves. Yeah. We have mental no clue issues. how to self-diagnose. It's never been taught to any of us in any school unless you were already yeah, a fucking sick-ass child. That's the people child. who really do dig deep. And, like, I, I have seen a couple people who, you know, openly talk about their mental well-being. Yeah, and there's people that go to therapy. It's and like, There's people that have, like, maybe have went through some shit young that people are like, you know, you need to go somewhere where you have to unpack yeah. everything no matter what you're going through. You right. Know? Like, you want to heal, this is what... Right, this, but a regular hard-working blue-collar family who isn't worried about their kids' mental health because I got to go to work. Fuck you mean? Your mental health. And it's <laughs> I'm like, work to lose. I'm, not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not suicidal, but, but I think I'm you're angry onto something because I was reading right. an article about some cost. of the tendencies of anxiety. Because a lot of things that we throw around is, oh, I have anxiety, but we don't actually know what that is. So little things like having to have control in their life over stuff like rewatching the same show because they know the outcome of the show and it gives them comfort. Shout so out if to you're Scrubs, uh, The Office. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to those shows. So if you're dealing with something as as uncertain as COVID-19, like you kind of do have to jump on one side in order to function because your anxiety won't allow you to live in where you have to live, which is a complete uncertainty. Right. The only answers to this is to be flexible enough to be like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I question everything. I do what I need to. I don't do what I don't know. Like you just have to be flexible. This shit might change tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We might find out everything was a lie and you kind of have to be okay with that. 
because nobody knows. Nobody knew. Nobody. Yeah. Right. Nobody knew. And like the and I going through this had had my first anxiety attack in a while, mm. and I haven't. I've you know, thank God for good weed and thank God for some coffee because you know like. That shit really tugboated the way through this whole COVID shit. And, like, really what, what happened is, like, I caught that breathing where I was like, oh, shit, is this COVID? But it was just a, it was an anxiety attack. Right. You know, it was an anxiety attack. And, like, my mental well-being, I had to put myself in check. I had to, you know, get physical with the punching bag inside and, like, work out and take care of my body and, and listen to myself, you and know, you, and understand it. And as you did a whole. something incredibly modern positive and life affirming which is you stopped and reasoned your way through it and you were able to ask yourself is this an a fuck this is a fucking anxiety attack i was either that out and I, now i know i gotta do <laughs> and now i know i gotta do some things i yeah. gotta smoke a J. I i gotta i gotta hit the heavy bag whatever those things are for you go for a run do a puzzle i mean we are in a, a place and and uh, at the risk of sounding a little bit positive and hopeful <laughs> in the middle of this episode. In 2020, how dare you. In 2020, Terry did some crazy shit on the Sensei Said So show. He Find got positive here. on got it. Positive. But we are, all of us, are aware of, of these realities. And, and whether or not you have a clinical diagnosis of uh, anxiety or bipolar disorder or uh, depression or any of those kind of things... Uh, and and uh, our our producer Brandon Isbell has a, a philosophy on this topic that is I I think again bears discussion and that is the idea of uh, mental illness as a categorization separate from being human. Uh, I don't I don't have any diagnoses, but I know that what do you I mean deal... being human. What's the well what's the difference uh, uh, within being human? Well, I, I guess the idea is that uh, mental illness uh-huh. uh, being categorized as something that some people have, like warts or lung cancer. I mean, we're all mentally ill, right, and exactly. we're all mentally right. healthy at times too well that's what i was also just going to say like in my case i was fortunate enough to where it wasn't like a severe full-blown like some people will get floored by panic attacks right you know some some panic attacks are severe and like my brain is but do you do so do you believe that that is something that has been like hereditary something that you developed uh genetically or is that something that you feel like because of a mental health illness in you or issue in you that's why you have those and you can i feel that i feel like it's it's a mixture of both right because the the endorphins the chemicals in which your brain you know we're made i i'm a firm believer that we're made up of water right and this shit does pull on us just like it pulls on the ocean the moon the everything and right and i feel like going through the you know i i'm not saying like oh i'm a virgo so i believe this this and this and this but what i'm saying is just like pay attention to what what your lit your spectrum is could be anything from like being yeah. hereditary to environmental of your environment it's like it's like the nature versus nurture of it right of like serial killers both. and shit right like when right. you dive into that not everybody you can't just be like serial killer not a serial killer but like you dive into some of these guys' brains and their right, habits, yeah, it, it gets compounded. The illness gets compounded, and then they never go check it. Like if you didn't 
do woosah whatever you know smoke the weed if you didn't yeah. do that and right. you just had it intact and you just have a therapy got, yeah i just got upset about it and now you're even upset and now you had just had an attack and it compounds exactly and then the rage turns into more rage, more rage and frustration you're asking a really good question and that question kind of needs its own episode because now we're dealing into what this this podcast is going to become which is trying to find the solution in order to find the solution you got to dig for the root and what's causing it so i would love to continue this conversation but that's something that we're going to have to definitely dedicate a full episode to so let's take a break let's let people marinate what's really important is make sure you find what works for right. you there's so many tools avenues for you to get your mental on the right page so do those things take your vitamins and we'll come back with some Double more cut. content on a sensei said so show yeah. i feel like you know what my diamonds dance 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 Sensei Said So Show podcast. I'm your host, Zach Ivy. That was Diamond Dancing 
by your other co-host Shadow Nation over here, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Shadow. Y'all make sure y'all check out all the music and all the old podcast content at musicclan.com. M-U-Z-I-C, musicclan.com. We are your senseis. Make sure y'all got your double cups up. Double and cup your vitamins. One of the things that we were talking about, and take your vitamins. Don't forget to do that. Tell Press play. Please. Say your everybody. prayers. Take your vitamins mm-hmm. for sure. Right now. One of the things that we were talking about, just to piggyback on what you're saying about content, is me Ivy kind of brought this up earlier before you guys were able to join our conversations. Um, is we need to support this local scene and this the what content that we're putting out, yeah. the content that others are putting out, because this is the stuff that we're going to look back on when we tell our kids, when we tell our story of what we've been through. Like when you want to have that time capsule for what was 2020 like, like what was 2016, 2018, like it's the content creators that are capturing history. So that's what our job is. That's what we want to do, because this is what we're going to look back on and be like, this is our Picassos. These are our like I don't want to put Yo, you ourselves check up out like that, but that's exactly what I'm Go ahead, it's doing. all right. I'm a Ninja Turtle now. I'm a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I'm one this of the Ninja Turtles. This is our Donatello's right here. Donatello Vio Sensei, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. No, man, but I mean, I kind of just wrapping up. I guess what we were what we were talking about before Shadow, um, the nature versus the nurture of mental health issue. And, and knowing the signs and when to address it. I think we should normalize, you know, posting about that, talking about that. And this is talking a great episode. The, when when they're struggling with it. Exactly. In the, to, not be embarrassed, today, to not be embarrassed. Not be embarrassed. You're yeah. ashamed a, when you're going through some shit and, it's really, and you're broken. A big thing watching hard, The Sopranos was like, you know, and if anybody's ever seen The Sopranos, Tony goes to therapy. And he has this relationship with his therapist, right? This monster guy, and he's and it it it's mocked, it's laughed at when they find out that he goes to therapy. He's fucking crazy. They don't think he can uphold his position. And granted, this isn't the monster life, but like in reality, it spoke to me a lot about what people think, how people view therapy. Right. It's not a bad thing to go to therapy. Right. Just like that's it's why not a bad exists. thing to go to physical therapy. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do on the show. You said, I think we should normalize it. And that's exactly what we're going to do we on will. the Sensei Said So Show. So make sure you tune into the next episode. I will always be your Sensei Vio Sensei 24 Dread Kage at a music clan. And you already know it's Shadow the Gold Tooth Villain, leader of the Water Nation, Zion Panther, doctor of the Vitamin Double Cup. Make sure you hit yours. <laughs> Yo, I'm your host, Zach Ivey, signing off. Make sure you tell your friends you love them more. Peace. Y'all be well out there. Take care of your mental health. My name is Terry Burden. I am pleased and honored to be a sensei. Check out terryburden.com. I'm going to be launching some consulting services. I can help you with your personal life. I can help you with your business. terryburden.com. Thank you, co-hosts. Take your vitamins.